Okay, so hello everyone. My name is Abhishek, aka Dart Mulga, and welcome to the episode six of Let's Get Uncomfortable. And today I am discussing about something that's been happening amidst the whole lockdown scenario going on here and there. There have been a lot of developments in our country in various sectors, and one of them is education. And education, there have there has been some major decisions made in the education system in our country. But the uh, one one point here to be taken is that we made be the national education policy that was just released, made be uh, decisions regarding the examinations in Maharashtra and in the whole country. We always got the opinions about these things from uh, politicians, ministers, from the media, but we never got any opinion from the people who are actually working at the ground level, who are actually going to execute this and handle this. So here we have, like, she is one of my favorite teachers that I've ever met, and I've learned a lot from her. And her name is Dr. Mona Mehta, and I would just like to introduce her to every one of you. So, like, she is currently the vice principal of Naginda Sthanwala College. She is specifically in charge of the self-financing courses of the institute, like BMS, BFM, and other courses as well. She has her PhD in management. and she is an expert in marketing retailing and leadership she has been in the academic culture for 18 years and she is extremely passionate and she has taken many minor research projects under the ugc that is the university grants commission and in 2013 she received a travel grant for, for from sir ratan tata trust and she got to travel to the university of delaware in usa for a meeting and she has some other national and international publications to her credit also and leaving aside all of that i have specifically been under her wing for 3 years in my undergraduate uh, studies and i have learned a lot about branding and marketing through her so and she is a vice principal so it was like the best choice that i could think and i was also scared because of because of her because like she is a very Like you say, um, uh, she has a very uh, dominant aura around her. So like you can't miss a step when you're around her. Or so that's why I was a little scared. Why when I was inviting him, I was like, should I send the message? Should I send the message? And I just sent it like one, two, three, go. I just sent the message. Glad you did. I'm glad you did, Abhishek. Uh... So yeah, like I wanted to discuss the state of education in that has happened. the changes that have happened in during lockdown regarding the state of our education in our country and the first thing that i would like to bring is that what was the initial reaction like when lockdown happened and government suddenly announced that you know like we have to be in complete lockdown no school nothing no going out so like what was the what was your first reaction and what did you as in in nagindas khanwala college what happened there what was the communication between you and the upper branches in the grape wine so how how was it like what was the reaction actually initially when the lockdown happened it happened mid march that's what we were looking at uh, there was a lot of confusion confusion in the sense nobody really knew what is happening what to do and there was hope too in that confusion we always thought things would get better in a week's time or maybe in 10 days time i mean couldn't be so bad that was the feeling 
but i think by march end the feeling started to sink in uh, that things are not going to improve so fast so what we all started doing as a community of teachers and i think this has happened pan india it's not only in mumbai yes. all teachers started uh, attending a lot of webinars so you will find that teachers i think from april to june on an average every teacher is at least attended 10 webinars so that kept them alive that kept them going that kept them learning new things that kept them seeing people and you know when you teach students you're so used to going into a class full uh, with students talking to them that when you don't get this opportunity you start missing it so that gap was filled by these webinars so till june i think that is what teachers did then by june they realized listen maybe we'll have to start teaching online so let's start learning online tools and i really appreciate uh, the speed with which teachers have learned you know students would talk about it we would talk about it in in the staff room the technology is definitely going to come and we'll have to shift base from uh, offline we will have to go to online but we never thought it's going to be so fast and it so came, we started and it came yeah. such an um, it came at such an immediate time like you had to switch gears in like a couple of days like absolutely you know something like i used to tell in the class disruptive innovation it happened like that it changed our lifestyle completely so we were busy learning new platforms i think that is how we did it in college we started lectures by june 15 for the sys and the ty uh with uh, online lectures that is what we went by and we started teaching them online so i think we did pretty good in coping with it yes there was confusion but we were able to overcome that ma'am what about the administration of the college as a whole like you have to oversee the entire self finance section yeah. which can be done pretty efficiently when you are physically present in the college but like now you have to administer it through an online platform and you have to oversee everything and not only you but like in your in your circle of educators you might know many other principals and vice principals and educators like what was uh, like how was administrating in such a unweird phase like according to you and several of your friends in this educator what the college did which was very very nice for the non teaching staff the college gave a laptop to each of the non teaching staff so they did not have to come to the college office to work every day maybe they were coming once a week after a certain time i think in june they had allowed uh, the teaching as well as non teaching staff to come once a week to the college uh, remaining work they were doing at home and uh, again a lot of google forms were used suddenly google must have made a lot of business out of all of us because we were using so many of the extensions uh, and tools provided by them that's how we managed then it was over the telephone call uh, it happened you know when i think everybody was prepared and there was a fear uh, that uh, too many people should not be together at the college so people uh, were willing to work from home maybe if there was no fear maybe that willingness to work from home would not have been there so we managed 
and like uh, like as soon as teachers moved on to online teaching like teachers did webinars and they started teaching students online there are like there like there must be so many difficulties managing the students like you know every one of us every one of us have heard about you know the <laughs> the utter nonsense that students perform during these online lectures whether it's on zoom meet or google meet like changing names or like you know tricking the software and you know like like they just put their faces there and then they just go away so like how like uh, what was your reaction and what was your like how are you taking all of this and i like i i think you might be boiling down because of all this uh, first indies abhishek was terrible when we started teaching online uh, not with all classes but with some classes yes our classes did get bombed students would come in with different names some students would come in with my name in my class uh, so it, it was terrible right and uh, we were not so fast you know uh, at least i did not know how to remove them immediately so by the time i would get hang of that student another student would start playing loud music and uh, some would put some weird videos also we have seen all of that in a peak time uh, i thought that it would subside but you know there was a lot of fear that the teachers were experiencing because they got scared of going into a class and teaching like that and you were not sure what is going to happen uh, so what principal ma'am did is she spoke to the police uh, uh, the malad police station and we got cyber security person uh, to actually talk to the students uh we wanted to warn them not frighten them but uh, you know because there was no way we could stop it and if you would stop one person another person would start and we had characters like jp lal i don't know f- famous uh, uh, he- heroes and heroines of uh, the television industry entering our class and like i said the moment we could not realize it they were there then one student of uh, the accounting and finance section she works for the cbi and she is uh, looking after cyber security uh, so one teacher suggested to me ma'am why don't we speak to her and tell her to come and address students too that changed the scenario she came she spoke after that day till today we have had no problem that changed it completely so i think she was very very effective in getting that message across but i wouldn't say that you know even today we don't have a problem we do you tell them to on the camera they don't yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes you keep on calling their name you call it 10 times they don't come then after 5 minutes you get a message ma'am internet problem uh, but that i think is manageable and like uh, like talking about you know how teachers are facing difficulties like i've read like there were multiple reports across the country where teachers were literally having a mental breakdown while handling the class during an online lecture because the students uh, now like they supposed that they have the freedom to be to do anything because it's an online lecture but i feel very good that you were able to control this situation so like what were some of the steps like i want to ask you like what were the specific steps that you took in order to make this online lectures commotion free and make it a little bit more disciplined like as you said you had a student which was involved with who was involved with cbi and had some uh, 
you contacted the police also so like what like could you name a few specific steps that helped you in doing this uh remember first when i started telling you about this i told you that our classes were getting bombed yes. so the first step we did was identification of students they you know they display name we told them to put it with their class and their roll number so let me take an example tybms maybe 501 is the roll number then the name of the student now with this identity typed uh, when they enter the class the teacher knew that this student at least is of the class the person has taken so much effort to change their name and put it in that worked that worked then we told them to put the profile their profile picture as the display picture uh, because some students we would interact with every day in college we recognize them others we were not very sure or there was a confusion in our mind now putting that profile picture also really worked then we had a meeting with the crs i think one of the most important link between the students and us were the class representatives and we told them you know maybe if we are not able or a teacher is not able to find out what's going wrong uh, please guide us advise us so that we are moving in the right direction now the crs did a brilliant job they started helping the teachers and uh, we had two three meetings with the crs and the crs spoke to their class so i think that worked out brilliantly these were some measures we took besides you know uh, we speaking to them getting uh, the police inspector to talk to them and getting the student who is an ias officer to talk to them uh, we only spoke to them in the end we told them look we don't want to take action against you but we made them understand that if we want we can take action against you and i think that message went across and like uh, there were there are also some of pros that happened due to this online education that you know all the teachers and the teachers took up on that you know like whenever the, the teacher is physically present in the class the nice. the go to method of teaching is you know uh, she is explaining something she is using slides she is uh, re- she is referencing through a book but now through online uh, through using online portals through to uh, teach students many teachers have like they got a certain freedom of using uh, multiple resources like using videos at large using referencing online courses that are present on other websites like it sort of gives them a freedom to you know go all out and use whatever resources there are possible and not only you know sticking to a book or a uh, presentation but using other things such as videos and everything i remember i i read this one incident where a teacher in bangalore while teaching a school students about biology she showed them on she showed them a netflix documentary like she she shared right. the netflix documentary screen and she actually showed them that for full one hour and the students had a ball do like you know watching that was it so interactive so like what according to you like are these pros and do you agree with all the pros that i mentioned now that yes definitely i'm enjoying online teaching enjoying it uh, for one reason like you said you can use a lot of tools in and you know now you have to become crisper in your teaching uh, one thing abhishek i feel is online you can't have a very long lecture mm. like normally we used to have a one and a half hour lecture so half an hour you could ask students questions or maybe they could present a little thing online 
one hour, I think it's the max you can go with students, right? Then you can give them resources to view. That's what I've been doing. Uh, I've been using an LMS to back my teaching and I give them resources to view. I have been conducting live quizzes or taking their opinion, right? So that's really been fun. Initially, they were a little reluctant. Let me tell you, you know, Abhishek, a lot of uh, uh, people feel that it's only teachers who are reluctant to learn. I'm telling you, students are equally reluctant to learn. Uh, they don't want to try new technology and new things. They feel the old way of doing things is the best way. Uh, they were a little reluctant to try new things and they felt we will only do it if teacher gives us marks. Otherwise, we will not do it. So I think we use the easiest trade in the book. We started allocating internal marks. So now what we are doing, which I think is bearing results also, for each unit, the syllabus is divided into four units. So for each unit, we have started conducting at least two quizzes. You know, so one lecture the teacher teaches, the other lecture is quiz and teaching. So the teacher also gets an idea and with artificial intelligence and everything, you get an idea what the student has understood and where you need to maybe give them more explanation. And video sharing, yes, always happening. And like I have, uh, like while reading about this, I also got a couple of ideas that, you know, I saw, I read like in foreign institutes, they were actually referencing students to watch this particular documentary on Netflix or, you know, watch this, uh, listen to this particular podcast on Spotify you know, get a more wider based knowledge about the particular subject they're teaching. Like in a design institute, they literally used a podcast, like there's a podcast called 99% Invisible on Spotify. It talks about design and its ideology. So like they uh, like told students to listen to that and students themselves got exposed to such new sources of knowledge, like podcasts being one and that documentaries being one. And even on YouTube, like infographic videos, like in one college in Delhi, they literally used it like it, HDFC's YouTube page has uh, videos that explains mutual funds and uh, uh, compound interest in a much detailed and much good in a much animated way. So like they started using these videos. So like it not only helped teachers, but also opened up to students like students discovered there are so many more things. So like I thought about like, you know, like why don't teachers advise students about, you know, listening to this particular podcast, listening, watching this particular documentary, giving them YouTube links. And like, so it, it actually like it plays a pretty good role, like because students are always used to coming into a classroom, listening to a teacher and then going back home and, you know, there's nothing, there's no exchange, there valuable exchange. So like right. lockdown itself has forced everyone to adapt like not only teachers but students but it's it's been quite insightful and very positive in some way there are negative things also but the positives are also coming out like there are so I've many seen. alternatives that have we discovered so many alternatives i so, have not advised them to listen to podcasts but i think this is a very good suggestion i'm definitely going to try it out i'm definitely going to try it out and i let's see how it goes but definitely it's worth a try and like the next thing I want to ask you that like as you said teachers have started taking webinars and you know there was this like when lockdown started there was this sudden boom of online courses like people are taking online courses on <laughs> Skillshare, Masterclass, Udemy, Coursera. Yeah. So like 
like what like did you take any courses or did you advise yeah, yeah. students courses during this time <laughs> uh, and basically i did a lot on online teaching and even the college has tied up with coursera so for coursera for nagindas khawala college where the students initially were given an opportunity to do free courses online till 30th september now coursera has extended it till uh, 30th october so yes a lot of that has been happening a lot of that and a lot of universities have used this opportunity to capitalize also and also provide free courses like harvard opened up like a number of courses on their mm-hmm. website like free web like you can get these courses free and if you want to get a certificate then you have to pay a certain amount which is pretty good like if you want a certificate from harvard like many universities such as stanford university harvard they started opening up their courses they started providing certain modules of their courses for free like like online like this pandemic also forced the other universities to adapt and open up to you know like universities found out that they could monetize their educate they monetize their offerings through providing these online courses like that was one thing that opened up from a capitalistic there, point of view there is so much material to read you were wondering what to read and even i must compliment the ugc the uh, state government the central government took out a lot of courses for teachers and they were very very nominal courses so you know you could learn excel or how to use excel for research very very nominal course we had lots of courses and i think all teachers have taken advantage of it and there were courses opened up for students also so yes that has definitely been a positive definitely been a positive and you know one thing i would like to comment over here also i was speaking to one of my office colleagues and uh, i i i just mentioned to the office colleague you know i miss the online interaction and the colleague told me but ma'am i mean what productive work we are doing though we are at home the productivity has increased now i really like that thought process right because now this 9 to 5 schedule time is gone and the productivity that we are putting into work because we are at home uh, the traveling time not being there the productivity has gone higher but there has also been like you know like have read many times that you know like not only work from home for people that are working in offices and agencies but even for students like uh, like it has opened up online education but many students and colleagues and office workers office goers are facing a lack of enthusiasm to work or study because they are sitting at home studying and working which is not giving them that like because there's an excitement when you go out to do something whether it's working or get learning something so but but because the due to the lack of it many people are facing this many people are in a rut like you know they can't be productive they are very pro they are procrastinating a lot they are getting very lazy due, due to which like you know there have been reports about you know mental breakdowns not only amongst teachers but mm-hmm. students and office workers and because of uh, online everything is through online many people's work hours have been pushed like you know like first it was a specific allocated time which is 9 to 5 but now as it's online you're sitting at home only they have like the lines are blurred about the work hours and the learning hours 
like what do you think about like you know there is positive there is there are positive points also but there are there is this negative which is much more psychological if you see yeah. like what are your thoughts about it abhishek i feel if uh, as an individual i mean irrespective of the role that you play whether you're a teacher or a student or working in an office online needs self motivation right it can't happen if you're not self motivated so you have to both recharge your battery every day and start i absolutely agree uh, that uh, uh, the easiest thing to do when you're online is not to do anything right because that option is available to you you can choose that option and nobody will be there to monitor you or police you or correct you that is a very very easy option available but i think that is one of the biggest learnings of life too that we have to learn to self motivate direct ourselves and maybe we are becoming more independent right we are becoming you know uh, initially i mean if you would tell a woman uh, survive without help at home women would scream their heads off but women have survived without help so they have i i think there's a, this redirection that they have found i think it's the same thing when things have become online look we live in a new normal now right i don't know when things are going to be the way they were in the past uh, so the easiest thing is to adapt and yes you have to keep yourself motivated the family abhishek i feel plays a very important role suddenly the family has become the most important epicenter of a person's life the kind of conversations that you're having at home uh impact your mental health also and it's important to have conversations because you know how much can you talk to a friend online or through a telephone uh somebody who's always accessible are going to be uh, people at home your parents uh your siblings so i think it's time to strengthen these bonds so that we are mentally happy and you know we enjoy doing things like that okay now adding another question to this uh, topic that you spoke about like i know like you have students and you have a daughter also so like have you have you faced these situations where you had to where you had to help them with their their mentality or their psychological state so like if you have some uh, specific tips that you have executed or you have tried out in order to motivate i know you said it's uh, we have to self motivate ourselves but like the students and generally uh, many people look towards their superiors for some kind of a sign that you know like it's going to be good so like have you faced this and have you like do you have certain tips that you could share with the other teachers and educators and even like general the students out there that you've done your what i do in each lecture is 10 minutes i spend only on this you know we talk something besides academics and uh, we talk something as to how we have managed to cope with it some positive thoughts because with the pandemic uh, people have started thinking negatively so we try to do that and i ask them what is a new hobby or new activity that you have learnt what's been an advantage uh, sometimes when i'm teaching my daughter is moving around to so though i'm not teaching this to her directly uh, but these thoughts are passing on to her too and you know from her expressions i can make out she's evaluating what i have said and a lot of students have come forth and shared 
that you know they started writing a blog or uh, uh, they started drawing which they never did before and that's been that's worked wonders when i think one classmate shares it with another it's worked wonders uh, that has been brilliant in terms of students in terms of my family we have started sharing more of these things too right where we have started talking about uh, i think we have started inculcating a hobby at this time i feel having a hobby is a lifesaver you have something else to uh, uh, you know fall back on or uh, cheer yourself up there is so an outlet somewhere there is an outlet for expressing yeah so i think that has been uh, uh, one of the ways that i have shared with others as well as my family members to keep them motivated i got a book on callig- uh, calligraphy you oh. know i wanted to do it for a very long time and i never got time to do it so i went on amazon i ordered the book i ordered the pens and i said okay now i'm going to start uh, doing it so that is what i started doing uh, uh, to keep my mental health uh, positive because you do feel low at times you start missing uh, the normal that was there before Uh, so yeah discover new talents new skills i was just going to ask you have you developed any hobbies so like it, yeah. is, it is very interesting yet like you know i feel like i i have a sense of weirdness because i didn't know mona ma'am was into calligraphy <laughs> neither did i but you know i wanted to do something and uh, i wanted to do something with arts i'm very fascinated with the arts so i thought drawing would take too much of time then i felt drawing and writing something that combines together so that's why calligraphy fitted uh, so i said let's start on it Ma'am, like talking about hobbies and everything, like as we're talking about online courses, there are there is a lot of vocational courses out there which are present online. And there was a uh, like there was I read a statistic where you know there was like a sixty forty gap, like you know sixty percent students were taking vocational courses as compared to educational courses that are stream specific. So like courses such as like one you said like calligraphy is there online and like. i specifically took courses about typography like there are so like it's related to design like like I, there is courses related to typography related to origami so like there is a like the uh, vocational courses were like at an all time high because many people were going back to the hobbies or discovering so these vocational courses was one medium where they could actually work on their hobby like learn about their hobby definitely definitely so yeah that was about the online courses and like after like you know facing such situation which is uh, still going on like the lockdown and adapting to the online platform what do you think the what improvements should be made to tackle such situations further because it came at such an immediate time and you never know when it might hit again god forbid it never it may it shouldn't hit again but what do you think like we should learn from it what the education system and the ministry should learn from this and make some improvements that should you know make it easier and efficient for the next time according to you you know uh, i think colleges have already started working hard on uh, a technology uh, and the online platform and that is what the ministry is also uh, redirecting it on uh, with the national education policy uh, Uh, the bill already being out uh, a lot of colleges are working in line with that 
Uh, now, what is the national education policy saying that all institutes have to be multidisciplinary? So that is again an aspect that a lot of colleges have started working on. We've introduced five new courses uh, 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 this academic year, despite the pandemic. And uh, they're quite dynamic in their own terms. We have introduced a course on travel and tourism uh, because the college feels that's something that's always going to be there, though people are not really traveling now. It's going to happen further. We've used in terms of interior designing. We have uh, introduced one in terms of nutrition and dietitian. Uh, we have introduced e-commerce operations. And this course is called as BMS e-commerce operations. Uh, and Abhishek, you know, what is the speciality about this uh, program? Uh, that the students in the TPI, they work in organizations. So they don't attend lectures in the third year at all. Uh, they work in organizations for months, and that is how they get their marks for the third year. And if they do well in the 12 months in the organization, their final placement also gets taken care of over there. And while they are working in the organization, they get paid also. They, uh, it is not an internship, it is an apprenticeship where they get paid at least 9,000 per month. And this, uh, the college is doing it uh, in associ uh, association with the logistics sector skill council. So the placements are looked after by them. So I think uh, this is something very exciting too, right? What we are doing is we are trying to get in skilling. We are trying to get in experience of working into programs. That is one change I see happening across. And uh, all programs are working very, very hard. Because look, ultimately, students will have the option to pick and choose, have multiple entry and multiple exit. So mm. all colleges, uh, and of course, Nagindas Khanwala College is working very, very hard on it. But you know, whenever I talk to any principal, uh, uh, not only our college principal, other principals also, their direction of thinking is how do we uh, give more to students. And online mode is here to stay. Now, everybody's struggled. They have figured it out. Principal ma'am always keeps on telling me, now Mona, three days lectures only. Three days let the students work, right? She always keeps on telling me, this is a model that is worth trying out. So online is definitely here to stay. How we capitalize it and utilize it, that is what is to be seen. Yes, ma'am. Now I want to talk about the exam situation that is currently presiding only in. I want to talk about Maharashtra because that's what I want to focus on. Because that's okay. what you might have expertise in talking about, rather than the national crisis. So, like, there has been a lot of scuffle and back and forth between the governing bodies regarding the final year exams of degree students. So, like, initially, Maharashtra government wanted to uh, cancel the examinations because of lockdown and because Maharashtra is one of the most severely hated states due to COVID. But like they used the National Disaster Management Act in order to pass this decision, which also which which is actually they can do that. But the UGC yeah. came but the UGC came back to them saying that you it's not your decision. It comes under our jurisdiction. So like the UGC had a issue in sorting this mess out and then they went to the Supreme Court, UGC, and they ruled 
that you know exams have to be conducted before 30th september and because of that the government the state government plus many students across all streams started protesting about this there was also public uh, public litigation filed for this in the high court to actually cancel these examinations because students stay far away students have to travel a distance like there is no uh, efficient public transport to actually go to the center of examination so what do you make of this scuffle and what do you think about it as because you are directly involved in this you have to conduct exams as a vice principal so what do you make of all of this thank you for listening to the part 1 of episode 6 of let's get uncomfortable featuring dr mona mehta check out the part 2 as well which has already been uploaded where we discuss the exam situation in maharashtra and the national education policy thank you